Well, good morning, friends. This is Ashley's Daily Encouragement. I am late today getting started. I was like, Ashley, what have you been doing all morning? Um, honestly, I've been getting a little lost, a little too lost in the information that is spreading all across the globe right now with everything that's going on. And um, I'm just like, man, Lord, what the heck? And, you know, I guess I'm just reminded of how important it is for all of us who are in Christ to realize that we have our own reality in the context of our lives and not to let the reality of things that are going on in the world steal, kill, and destroy the reality that's going on in your life, okay? Now, before I get into that, you guys, today would be May 13th. We're going to finish our conversation about the process of uh, the stages of trust and intimacy in a relationship. We left off on stages one and two yesterday. We're going to finish off the stages today. But, uh, you know, back to my thoughts, you guys. Um, You know, there's a lot of chaos going on in the world right now. There's a lot of kind of just a lot of fear, you know, Um, a lot of there there are things happening right now that are absolutely wrong. Um, People are making decisions that are not not good. Okay, and, uh, you know, there's there's a reality right now that there is wicked going on in the world. There's evil people. There are things that are being, you know, revealed and things that are happening that should not be happening. Right. But, you know, let's establish the truth in the the context of our lives. You guys, honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, by God's grace, my life has not changed. Um, I'm I'm provided for. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm focusing on what's in front of me. Right. My responsibilities, the things that God has me doing. And uh, the truth is, you know, I'm without nothing. And I hope you guys are saying the same thing. I mean, if we all serve the same God, we should all be having those same types of results, right? There are certain promises for God's people in his word that, you know, he tells us, if you trust in me, you're going to be just fine, right? And um, I think there's going to be a distinction between those people who are really living in Christ, who are believing God for who he says he is, who are trusting in the goodness of God, who are trusting in his his faithfulness, who have made him your refuge, there are certain results of that in your life that are going to be evident before all types of people. And so I just hope you guys can take a step back in your life today. And if you're truly in Christ to say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. I have everything I need. I'm provided for God is will never leave or forsake his people. And, uh, you know, so just be careful what you guys are consuming. You know, I understand to be aware of what's happening in the world. You guys, I'm very much one of those people where, you know, I don't want to be ignorant, but at the same time, Um, I noticed that I can get a little lost in those things. I can get distracted. Um, It can start to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's why I'm like, whoa, Ashley, you you let too much in. You guys, we talked about this on another podcast just a few weeks ago, right? The only word that should be in you is the word of God. And uh, words come through images, right? You see images on Facebook, social media, whatever, news. And those images create words in your mind, right? There's meanings that you attach to those things that you see. And so you have to realize that um, sometimes the things that you're looking at or consuming are not helpful to you, right? It's just, like, like I've shared before, it's like if you're eating food that's poisonous or toxic to you, your body automatically responds and says, don't eat this, right? You spit it out. You just know when something's bad. You need to know when the thoughts you're entertaining are bad for you, okay? Straight up. Um, and another podcast that got released on uh, April 29th, you know, the whole idea of cutting down the the arguments, right? Um and understanding that that's going to be the only thing that's ever going to keep you from advancing into the purpose God has for you is the thoughts that you entertain, you guys. So I'm just want to encourage you guys, be mindful of that. Uh, be careful what you're consuming, especially in these days, you guys. Get 
feed off the revealed word of God. Read God's word and ask God how it applies to you in the context of your life, okay? Ask him those questions. Start to get a little more intimate in your relationship with Christ. The only difference that's going to be, be between you and another person is going to be how well he, you know him and he knows you at the end of the day. You look at the parable of the 10 virgins. He says, you know, there was five that had oil and five who didn't. They were, and they were all virgins, right? There are going to be some Christians who do not know Christ, who claim they do, but they do not know him. You guys, this is the reality of the situation. Um, we know that's not God's will. We know that those people, obviously within themselves, were probably stuck underneath some condemnation like Judas was. You know, don't get me started on that, you guys. Um, Jesus did give him the, the bread and the wine, right, during the communion. Um, there was something within him that didn't want to internalize the grace of God. You know, he went back and he even went to the chief priest and he goes, here's the money. I betrayed innocent blood. And they go, that's your bad luck. He went and hung himself. Don't let your own condemnation, okay, get in the way of the blessings or the forgiveness that God has for you, right? God will offer it to you, even though he knows you're going to betray him. He still offers you forgiveness. And if you have not really internalized that for whatever reason, right, that's, you have your own will. You have to understand that. Um, you really have your own will and how you interpret a situation, okay? If your conclusions of who God is and what's going on in your life draw you away from him, you already know that's an indicator. We've talked about this so many times on the podcast, you guys. That's an indicator that you are feeding on something that God did not give to you, right? That's how he knew. That's how Adam knew, right? You know, God's walking around the cool of the day. Hey, Adam, where'd you go? He's like, oh, I was afraid I hid. He's like, what? Who told you that? God does not give you information or knowledge that leads to fear. That was never his intention. He's still the same God today, right? And now he's like, look, I've completely made a way for you to have a relationship with me. Christ has taken away your shame. There's no condemnation. He's risen from power and glory. His spirit is in you. That is the plan. You guys, we got to get with it, right? We got to get with it, with the fact that God is in us. He has a plan for us. His grace is sufficient. He wants to reveal himself to us. He wants us to live off the revealed word, right? So you better be getting in there, reading it, asking God, how does this apply to me? How do you want to speak to me, Lord? What are you doing in my life? Start to really press towards him and he will make himself known to you. And then the challenge is going to be when you're with God in that secret place and he is talking to you and you are getting that peace because God will always lead in peace. That is just, that is the character of God. You have to be able to walk in that through the rest of the day, regardless of what thoughts come at you, regardless of what you're seeing on the news, what you, whatever you are seeing, you know, you have to fight and you have to push forward, right? It says the, the violent take the kingdom of heaven by force. So anyway, you guys, one quick, one quick thing really fast. I want to share with you guys. I was in Psalm 139 this morning and it's really encouraging because I don't know about you guys. You guys been hearing about those rumors. Um, you know, they're cutting off the, the meat supply and all this kind of stuff. All kinds of crazy things happening right now, right? And I'm like, you know what, Lord? I got everything I need right now. Day by day, right? Day by day. The Lord says, don't worry about tomorrow. It has enough problems of its own. God is fully aware of everything that's happening right now, you guys. He really is. And so I'm living in that place. I'm like, Lord, you see everything. I've done everything I could. I hope, I know you guys have probably done everything you can. You know, I, I call my, I call my representatives you know, I communicate my concerns, I write letters, I email people, and then after that, that's it. That's all I can do, right? Um, everything else is in the Lord's hands. And so you guys do what you can do, and then that's it. No, and no, and that's the other thing. Know some boundaries. Know when um know when what you can do is enough. And you know that you're pushing past the boundary when you're getting into that stress mode and getting burdened, you know that you've already went too far. So have that balance of what you know you can do, what you have peace with, do that thing, and then that's it. 
And again, living the reality of your own life. You have your own responsibilities, routines and responsibilities that you need to be taking care of today that God has given to you, right? So don't get so lost in these other things that you have no control over. Remember, you have your own routine you got to stick to, your own expectations, your own reality that God is asking you to tend to, which is in your home with your wherever you wherever you're at, your little uh, section of the world that God has given to you to rule and subdue. Um, that's your responsibility. And that's the only thing you can't control. So you guys make sure you're managing what God has given you well. Okay. So anyway, um, just in light of all the craziness, right? Just thinking about these things. And so I was, um, yesterday as I was thinking about that, when, you know, you hear these rumors about, you know, cutting off the, the meat supply or, you know, get, getting really low or whatever. Right. Um, that scripture popped in my mind in Psalm 34, nine, it says, fear the Lord, you, his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And so you guys, you know what? You have to remember that. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Okay? So that's the only responsibility you have at the end of the day. And that's what Jesus told us. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love God first. It seems kind of frustrating because the world we're in, it demands this uh, these has these expectations, this performance-based mindset. You have to do this. You have to do that. And God says, just be. Just be in my presence. Be in my love. Receive my love. You guys cannot love God if you have not let him love you first. Period. Point blank. I don't know what else to tell you. That's just the way it is. All right? You have to put yourself in a position to receive the love of God first. All right? Once you do that, that's going to give you the confidence you need to, um, you know, love him and then say, okay, God, you know what? There's way more to this kingdom thing than you loving me and me loving you. How do you want to exhibit your glory through my life? That's the question you should be asking yourself, right? What what power and authority has God given to you? The grace. You guys, I'm telling you, you can live out your character and your values and the things that God's put on your heart because of the grace and love he has for you in this time period. You better utilize it to its full extent. And all you got to do is let him love you. That's it. So simple. And he takes care of everything else. Like I said, for those people out there who are, you know, real strategy driven, which thank God for you, because I need people like that. I'm just saying a lot of times our strategies that we have can take us away from these these foundational truths. And if you, I guess what I'm saying is if you find your strategy stressing you out, then go back to the foundation, right? Use a strategy to make progress. But if your strategy is causing you to lose the love and the peace of God, then go back to the foundation and just consistently, you know, make sure you have those boundaries in place. Anyway, so Psalm 33, really quick, you guys, I'm going to read this and I'm going to get on with the podcast. Sing joyfully to the Lord. Wait a minute. I'll think Psalm 33. It's Psalm. Hold on, you guys. I think it's 35 or 36. 37. Sorry, y'all. Psalm 37. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous rewards shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only it leads only to evil. For those who are who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. Amen. You guys, I'm telling you, God's God's going to deal with certain things that need to be dealt with, okay? 
God has a plan. Ultimately, he knows when things are going to end at some point. He knows when Jesus is going to come back and get us. So there is nothing that's going to go against God's plan. And if there's people out there and you, of course, you know, the enemy scheming on his thing, the Lord's going to take care of that straight up. Right. So we just have to remember that um, if we put our hope in God, he's going to help us. Oh, you guys check this out. Go to verse 19 and Psalm 37. He goes in times of disaster, they will not wither in days of famine. They will enjoy plenty. Do you guys hear that? Do you guys hear that? You better take comfort in the word of God. There's nothing else that's going to bring you comfort. I'm sorry. I, y'all, I look at the world. The world's passing away. Jesus already said it was going to. So I'm like, you know what, Lord? I got to live from a kingdom mindset. Okay? A kingdom mindset is you living by the thoughts of God and what he says is true. And then the challenge to that is, because I know you guys, I've, I've been there, is you're like, well, I'm not always thinking like the Lord does. I'm not always living in that mindset. Well, you can get there if you're willing to be so honest with God and asking him, Lord, how do you, what meanings have I attached to my experiences? You know, that have, that are keeping me in the hole, in the hole of shame. Where do I need to be redeemed in my life? Where do I need to get out from underneath condemnation? Where do I need to get more of your truth? You guys, I'm telling you, Jesus said the truth will set you free. Truth is reality. What is the reality of your life? How have you been thinking and doing and behaving? And what are your, what, well, how much do you need? How much more do you need to take responsibility for your life? Right. And where you're at. Okay. And, uh, you know, where do you need to be healed? Where do you need God's grace? Where do you need God's love? Right? Uh, where do you got condemnation and judgment going on inside of you? Those are the things that are going to hinder you from seeing the truth of God. You got to get out from underneath those things first. So anyway, you guys, let's jump into this podcast. Let's talk about levels of in intimacy today. Like I said, I want to get through the rest of this. And if I keep talking, I'm, it's never going to happen. So yesterday we talked about stage one and two. You guys go to yesterday's podcast. If you guys want to hear the first two stages, we're jumping right into stage three. Um, it's the whole idea of acquaintance. Um, I always used to think acquaintance was just kind of like, oh, you see somebody, you know, like, oh yeah, okay. You've talked to him a few times. So in my mind, I always thought that maybe acquaintance came before connection, but, uh, apparently according to this list, it says that it would come third. You know, I would think that connection would come third and acquaintance would come second, you know, um, because you can acquaint with somebody like in my mind, like, okay, how are you? So-and-so I've seen you, whatever, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to connect with them. So, I mean, I guess I would switch those two around, um, you know, but anyway, so acquaintance at some point, right? Um, so when you first meet somebody, right, you got to ask yourself a couple questions. What type of value are they adding to your life? Right. Um, you know, how does that person impact you? How, um, you know, cause you'll know from the get go, you can usually tell if somebody is kind of just more using and abusing you, I suppose, you know, taking one to take advantage of you. Hopefully you'd be able to discern that, but, uh, you know, you need to ask yourself the question, why would you choose to spend time with them? What, how are they going to add to your life? Jesus said, you'll know a tree by its fruit. So are you guys being, are you guys learning to discern fruit in other people's lives? Again, if someone is, you know, has thorns, right. If they're unapproachable. Um, I would highly recommend, you know, walking away from that relationship. Don't try to get anything. Don't try to, you're not going to get anything out of that relationship. It's going to be very one-sided. You're always going to be the one pouring into that person, trying to be there. And, but they're never going to let you access. Think about it like this too. You could be putting all this energy into that, but if they don't receive it, if, if they're still not giving you access to them, then what's the point, right? So kind of having that wisdom to know where to put, where to invest and where to withhold. If that makes any sense, your time and your energy is very, very precious. You need to learn to guard that and who you're going to invest in and who you're not going to invest in. 
you know, and, and I guess what I mean is you can, you can put yourself out there. You can show yourself, you can show up and say, Hey, you know, you want to get to know somebody, but if they're not making that same type of effort, then you need to move on again. You can set yourself up for all kinds of betrayal and pain because you didn't learn how to discern these things, you guys. So acquaintance, you know, um, asking yourself, you know, how is this person impacting you? Um, why should you choose to spend time with them? Are they adding any type of value to your life? Okay. Um, that's really, really important, you guys. So just making someone's acquaintance, getting to know them and asking yourself some questions, you know, what would be the function of that relationship too? If, if you're building a friendship with somebody, um, that's important. Friendships are supposed to add value to each other. Uh, it's supposed to be reciprocated, um, you know, of knowing of someone, you guys, if, if you're again, like me in the past where you were always kind of showing yourself and who you are and the other person's very just guarded and closed off, that's an indicator. You know, and I used to go ahead and I used to ignore that all the time. You know, I never thought anything of it. I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe they've struggled in relationships and this or that. And I understand, but when it's been a 10 year period, it's like, okay, wait a second. What's up with that? Right. You've known someone for 10 years and they're still guarded. You know, it's like at some point, um, even, even if you've walked with them, you just have to realize that that's how they're choosing to be. And that can negatively impact you. It was, it was impacting me. I was like, you know what? Uh, me putting myself out there and, and trying to have a relationship with this person on the depth that I would want. Obviously, it's apparent that they don't want the same thing, you know, and you can hurt yourself, you guys. So just get some discernment. Well, good morning. Yeah, my little one just walked in here um, while I'm recording this podcast. Are you okay? Okay. I'll be done in just a minute, little, little bear. All right. So let's go to uh, stage four, power struggles. So um, this is usually where a lot of relationships end, right? Because... Um, usually when there's any type of power struggle, there can be this thing of, okay, one up and one down in the relationship, right? Uh, maybe you don't like the way someone's talking to you. So you trying to make them, you know, so you say certain things or act a certain way to try to, you know, manipulate and, and control their behavior. Or maybe you're living one down and you let everyone walk on you and you get super resentful and you don't communicate and, you know, you don't tell people what you want or what you need. Um, you know, you're very, uh, what would you say? You struggle with, uh, people who are a little more confronting. So you just go ahead and, you know, play the doormat role, whatever. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's power struggle. Okay. So it's basically when there's no unity in the relationship, you've got one up, one down, one down, one up thing going on. Uh, you know, you're trying to figure out where each other stand in the relationship. Um, you know, uh, and so that's going to be really, really important. This is where the whole thing with understanding comes in right um not just judging people because a lot of times if we're one up or one down sometimes you can be judging yourself right living in condemnation and, and fear and condemning yourself so you know oh i don't deserve anything good because i'm just such a sinner whatever or whatever whatever you tell yourself that keeps you in that one down position or the one up position oh yeah i've got everything figured out i'm just so smart you know i know better than you do you make assumptions and judgments about people you don't ask questions you don't try to understand that's also an issue okay so the power struggle and this is okay. And the power struggle, sorry, you guys, the power struggle is where you guys are going to have to, you know, start to do some digging as far as, okay, where's the miscommunication coming from? What questions need to be asked? How do you need to understand this person better? Are they willing to understand you better? Are you willing to accept the fact that maybe sometimes you have judgments and assumptions about a person that are completely off base? And the only way that you're going to get out from underneath of those judgments and assumptions within yourself and against that person is just to get more information, ask questions, be inquisitive, right? In the relationships that you keep with people. So power struggle 
it can be a time of submission. This could be a really great time. I think we all go through power struggles, especially in our relationship with God, right? We learn to surrender to him. Um, we learn who we are in relationship to him. Okay, God, I'm not all knowing. I don't know everything. I, I didn't choose to be here. Um, I was born a, I was born a blank slate. I've been through some things. I've come to some conclusions that, that need to be changed. Um, yeah, okay, Lord, I submit, right? Power struggle over at that point, right? You learn to come underneath his leadership and trust him. Same thing in uh, relationships, even in marriage, right? There could be this power struggle, but then you both realize, okay, you know what? I can't try to change this person. I need to learn how to communicate. I need to learn how to understand. Uh, maybe there's some healing that needs to take place, especially if this is if you've both been in prior relationships. You know, that's the other thing. Don't be carrying around old baggage into new things. You're going to repeat it and it's going to suck and you don't want to go back through it. So, you know, getting healed, taking full responsibility for the injuries that you've had, um, you know, learning to be open and communicate with each other, uh, you know, communicating your needs. They're, these are all things that have to be addressed when you're in that power struggle phase, you know, just learning to be open with each other and genuine, right? But and not judgmental and not, you know, making assumptions. So that's really important, you guys. That's stage four, power struggle. That can be a blessing, a time of surrender, or it can be really the, the cutoff point. And, you know, if we've got two people that are really immature and, and don't want to kind of embrace what's happening in that stage, you know, then it's just going to dissolve. Okay, power five, power five. <laughs> stage stage five, you guys, acceptance. Um, you know what, that's a really great, that's the kind of ties into the power struggle thing. Once you come to understand really the source of the power struggle, is there a one up and one down thing happening? Am I trying to change somebody because I've made assumptions and judgments? I'm not asking questions. Um, am I hurt? Do I need to get my needs met? Am I, have I been ignoring things for a long time? You know, there's a lot of things, right? You guys, I can't, I don't want to go on about that too much, but once you sort through the power struggle, now you can get into acceptance, right? Uh, people aren't perfect. They're flawed, different backgrounds, different perspectives, different injuries, different places they need to be healed, uh, different purposes, you know, and just accepting that and realizing that, you know, the, what all you can do is accept, right. By, you know, not being judgmental and not being full of assumptions, ask questions, be genuine. And if you're not willing to go there with that person, if you're not willing to ask questions, then you already know that there's probably some other dynamics in that relationship that aren't going to be a healthy relationship. So you set some boundaries with that person, right? Um, and you protect yourself also by not making assumptions about them still. Even if you choose not to engage with that person because, you know, they're, uh, they've got thorns and thistles in their life. You know, like, again, they're not approachable. You still have to be willing to question the things in your minds that uh, you could still make up about that person. Because you ever have you ever lost your peace? Have you ever let someone's words get inside of you? Um, even though you've never had a conversation with them? I've done it, you guys. And that was all because of the meanings that I have attached to what they said. And I made judgments and assumptions. So if you don't ask the question, if, you are, if you're not going to make yourself, uh, allow yourself to have access to that person to where, or wh whatever the thing is, let it go right? You're not all knowing and that's okay. And that's a lot of times you guys, sometimes that can, that can really be ignorance is bliss comes, comes in at that point, right? In that context. Okay. So, uh, st stage number six, uh, consistency. Okay. Um, you know, being consistent for each other in a relationship, um, you know, like again, this, this all is a different context, you know, like if you're going to somebody, to get some skills or get some certain types of results in your life. You know, okay, you want to advance your life. You Like for me, you guys, you know, I want to help people uh, build an identity built upon their character and their values, you know, kind of in the soil of God's grace and love and uh, not have a, not build their life upon their performance, other people's opinions or their circumstances, right? To build a solid identity based upon all of that. So, you know, I would have to be able to consistently 
give you guys information or give you guys a process and principles that will help result in you guys having a solid identity, right? That's how you guys are going to trust me, that consistency that I would produce, okay? So, um, you know, getting looking for results, uh, you know, in relationships as well, someone keeping their word, right? And a spouse, you know, husband-wife relationship, they do what they say they're going to do. They follow through. And if something happens, they communicate, hey, this is what happens, so, you know, so-and-so, whatever, right? They're not hiding and, you know, whatever and shame they, they confront they say this is what happened you know i'm gonna work on that or whatever right i mean you just communicate period um that's gonna that's gonna produce consistency in the relationship that's what that's what's needed in every relationship when you think about it um that's why we hire people to do certain jobs right we're expecting them to be consistent and keep their word and do what they say they're gonna do um your kids need consistency it helps brings us uh a level of stability into the relationship into their life when there's that consistency when there's a routine Okay, so children need that. Um, like I said, you need that when you're dealing with professionals and you're looking to hire somebody. There has to be a level of consistency. Um, if you're trying to get healthy and, uh, you know, uh, get your, your body strong and, you know, maybe get into a certain clothes or whatever, you got to be consistent now. You take care of yourself, right? You guys, I don't know how much of a struggle that is. I've been on this journey for the last two years. I've consistently kept my weight off. Uh, however, I still have goals that I'm trying to reach and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit, you know, I'm like, Lord, 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 give me that mindset I had in the very beginning when I started this back and it was like December of 2017 or something or November of 2017. Um, you know, so I'm like, Lord, I got to get back to that, you know? And, uh, I think sometimes like for me, I can get a little complacent, like, oh, okay, you know, I look, I, I look fine. You know, I feel strong and healthy enough. You know, I'm still doing my workouts every day food and stuff can be a little, I'm not, I'm consistent, but not as consistent, right? There's a, there's some habits I've let slip back in, especially with sugar that have, uh, I'm going to say, um, hindered my results that I'm seeking. Right. But you guys, if you can take responsibility for yourself in that way, um, you guys are going to get so far in life and it's going to be great. Okay. Uh, two more stages. Let's talk about commitment, right? Stage seven, being, making a commitment to somebody committing to people that you trust, right? Uh, trust builds over time. They got to be reliable and consistent. Uh, when you make a commitment to somebody, then there's certain things that have to happen to be in place, right? All these other stages, consistency, acceptance, the power struggle has to be worked through, uh, the connection established, uh, making acquaintance with somebody, attraction, why did you, you know, all these things, right? They're all going to play into the commitment that you're going to make to that person, you know, uh, in whatever you have committed to, to give in that relationship, right? So commitment is going to be right there at the end, you know? Um, yeah, you, I, you know, you've proven yourself over time. Um, you know, you, uh, you're consistent in what you say you're going to do, whatever the results you're looking for. So then you can make a commitment to that person. You can give more of yourself to that person in that way. Okay. And then stage eight, uh, intimacy, getting to know someone, they open up, there's no boundaries. There's no self-preservation. We know we are hundred percent there for them. Um, and, uh, you know, you knowing, truly knowing somebody. And it's funny, you know, even in like relationships with, you know, a man and a woman, sometimes, like I said, you know, yesterday's podcast, you can meet somebody and automatically just go straight from the ground floor to the penthouse, even, you know, oh, we're going to go sleep with each other. It's like, what? Hold up. You don't even know this person, right? And then these people are all heartbroken and, oh my God, woe is me, especially the girls, you know? And it's like, why would you, why would you do that to yourself? Right? I mean, why would you give yourself over to somebody? so quickly in that way, you know, and it's funny, you know, Jesus even talks about this type of intimacy with him and the father. And I think it's in John. Let me see if I can find it really quick, you guys. But, uh, you know, it says, if you love him, he loves you. And then he makes himself known to you, right? God doesn't just open himself up 
right? He's got some boundaries intact, in, in right? There's certain things that you need to accept if you're going to be in a relationship with him. And then as you get to know him, he's going to show himself to you, right? And uh, yeah, right here it says, uh, uh, this is John uh, 14. He goes, uh, um, on that day you will realize that I'm in my father and you are in me and I'm in you. Who, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. Right. So there's there's even certain stipulations in your relationship with Christ. Right. You accept what he's come to do. He's, you've accepted his grace. You've accepted that you need what he has for you. Right. And then you begin to integrate that and you let God love you and you let his love change you and you let your mindset change. And, you know, you you slowly, you know, you get you guys you get to know each other in that way. Right. And then God makes himself known to you and you make yourself known to him. And then there's that intimacy that happens. Right. Knowing someone. So um, knowing them for who they really are. And uh, so anyway, you guys, that is it today for, you know, just the different stages of intimacy in a relationship. You guys, it's a process. Don't just go straight from the ground floor to the penthouse like that. That is not wise. And you will set yourself up for all kinds of betrayal and heartbreak. Work through this process in your own life. You know, where do you need to maybe grow in some of these stages? Where do you got a power struggle going on, right? Um, you know, that I think that's really the biggest one. I think that's basically going to be what you know where the rubber where the rubber meets the road in relationships so anyway you guys thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast if you are new welcome uh we are going to be talking about you know what? i can't remember i don't even do i have it written down let me check really quick you guys um uh, i don't even have it written down okay i guess it'll be a surprise tomorrow what we're talking about you guys but we are getting really close to finishing up the relationship series we're going to get into goal setting and then that will be the that will be the end of the life coaching series you guys you guys have been with me for a long time through it. I hope it adds some value to you. I hope you guys are learning to build an identity that's built upon your character and your values and not your performance, other people's opinions, or your circumstances. This is a process, though, that you must bring yourself through. So anyway, guys, I love you so much. Have a wonderful rest of the day, and I will see you guys tomorrow.